the van changed my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that moment I went to the beach, which I was telling you about those little things. Like it started like changing the way I thought about things. Yeah. And, you know, it just changed everything. It changed the way I viewed things. It changed the way I lived, it changed everything. Hello and welcome, guys. You are listening to the Road to Thriving podcast. My name is Claire and I'm your host. Now, today we are going to be hearing from our very first guest, and that guest is going to be the man behind the account, Schooliana. If you do not already follow Schooliana, the man behind the scenes, his name is Isaac Turner, and Isaac is this incredibly creative human. And so I've just brought him on to talk about creativity and how to tap into your creativity living this life as a traveling nomadic soul and also kind of hearing his story and his take on how that creativity has evolved over time. It's a really cool conversation. So a little bit of backstory. Basically, Isaac was a musician and after burning out, he basically went to work in a guitar shop where he, and I quote Isaac in saying this, he got a comfort virus until basically the rug was pulled out from underneath him. He had nowhere to live. He ended up buying a van and converting it into his first tiny home. And just slowly life started making sense again. He was creating more. He was exploring more. And now three years later, he currently lives in a schoolie bus and works for himself, creating music, doing photography, and is now just kicking off a new entrepreneurial pursuit of building buses. In this episode, you're going to hear Isaac talk about his experience recording an album in his bus, how that kind of showed up, what that looked like. We also talk about the power of this lifestyle in helping cultivate creativity. We talk about perfection and the importance of failure in creativity, as well as how creativity comes into building a tiny home. I personally absolutely loved this episode. I really hope you love it too. Let's do this. Alrighty, Isaac, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. What's up? Oh, all good. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and having a chat today. I'm actually super stoked. Thank you for having me. Oh, actually, um, I've been following you for a while now. And I just like knew when I was like, okay, I'm going to have this podcast. It was just like, oh, got to have this conversa- conversation and like figure out what's <laughs> happening behind the scenes. It's yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> okay. So basically okay. today I want to talk all about creativity um, and especially like okay. as a traveling soul, that's kind of the theme for this one. But before we do, I'm going to quiz you with a bit of a quick fire. So people can get to know you a little bit more um, okay. if they don't know you. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. So where are you from? Uh, like well, Oregon in the United States, because I think you're out of country, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, from so Australia. I, I, you know, I, I'm <laughs> holy crap. Yeah. So I'm from the United States, Oregon specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I love this dang state so much. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's where I'm from. Okay, I don't know if I should get deeper because you're like so far away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, uh, but I, like I, I was, I was raised in like the Portland like suburbs, which is mm. like the main thing people know about Oregon is Portland. 
That's literally when we were shows. trying to when we we're trying to organize yeah. a time. I was like, Oregon. What's in Oregon? Portland. That's it. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. So I'm <laughs> I'm near Portland. That's cool. where I was born and raised. Very nice. And where are you now? Uh, I'm in Eugene ish okay. area i'm like cool. i i everybody asks me like where i'm located it and i'm like i live in between two towns mm-hmm. in the bus cool. you know so like eugene and oak ridge and i'm like in between there all the time cool. and that's kind of where i'm at now which is just south of portland like probably cool. two hours nice okay cool well, we might swing mm-hmm. back to that but next one is first travel memory oh Jeez, I have so many. Uh, the the first, first one you have multiple uh, first. <laughs> well, you know, but there's just so many. There's a, but, so I I don't know about the first one to be honest, but I can tell you about the first one that really sticks out to me. Yeah, Is that let's, fair? Let's do that. Um, this was the moment I realized like van life was like what I wanted, right? And it was Pacific City in Oregon. Um, just it's just, which is the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things because I was still working full time when I lived in a van mm-hmm. when I first moved into my first van, not my bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I got off work, I was closing. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And like most people go home, take a shower and do all that. Right. Yeah. And I was like, you know, my house was in the parking lot. So yeah. I was like, you know, I want to go to the beach. And there's nothing stopping me from driving to the beach right now. Hmm. And then I'll just get up earlier and go to work in the morning. Hmm. And like, there was something mentally about that moment because it was, Hmm. it's just different. Hmm. You you can't, you can't do that. Like with a house or with Hmm. a like two seater sports car, you know? So that's the first memory of like the van life really changing my life, if that makes any kind of sense. Makes, and I still think bunch. about that. That's really cool. <laughs> it's actually quite hilarious. Ironically, I'm sitting in a car park right now recording this in my van. <laughs> so very fitting. Oh, it, it looks so clean in there. I literally like just that. cleaned yesterday. It's been a disaster uh, zone. So we'll pretend it looks like this all yeah. the time. <laughs> I know how that goes. <laughs> um, um, cool. Yeah. So most recent trip. Alvor Desert. Ooh, so that? dope. It's in Oregon. I don't leave Oregon much. Okay. I, I sense this. <laughs> Alvor Desert. It's so Oregon has like everything coastline, hmm. uh, forests, desert, everything. Hmm. And a lot of people don't think that Oregon really has a desert, but it does. And it's hmm. super cool. And I just, so I just did a week long content trip with a friend slash model shooting video, photo. And we just got some, I just finished editing it this morning. And that was mm. the most recent trip that I did. Very cool. It was a few days ago. All righty. Next one, city or mountains? Oh, mountains all day long. Hmm. All day. Love it. Me too. Um, <laughs> top bucket list destination right now. You know, Yos, I think it's called, I think it's announced, I think it's pronounced Yosemite. Mm. It's in California, which National I don't really Park. like. I don't really like California. Yeah. yeah. But I've been hearing a lot about it and mm. like I see the photos. Right now, I'd have to say that. That's kind of on my like to-do list right now. Mm. I love <laughs> it. It's it's up on mine as well when I get back in that region. Uh okay, then final one. Do you have a book or anything that you're reading or listening to at the moment? 
I have a book my uncle gave me that I should read that I haven't started reading. Okay. Yet. <laughs> or um, I don't know if you listen to podcasts <laughs> or if you're listening to anything that you're loving at the moment. No, I've never literally listened to podcasts. So Hilarious. that's why this is well, like, you might have to yeah. listen to this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, funny. Okay. We'll do. Okay. Everybody's been telling me about podcasts, but I don't know. I've just never really listened to them. Not your thing. I'm always I'm always listening to music, jamming, you know. Well, that makes a lot of sense in context of what we're going to talk about today. So it probably (laughs) (laughs) explains a bit. Okay, so uh, for anyone who does not know you, you live in a van. Uh, Sorry, you live in a bus now. Um, but you've also lived in a van. Bus now, yeah. But used to live in a van. Yeah. Very. I started in. I started in a van. So I'd love to get your story. Like what was the rationale, the lead up toward moving into the van initially and then the bus? Okay. So I live, let's see. So I worked full time, 40 hours a week, worked at the same job for five years, you know, mm-hmm. that whole yeah. song and dance. <laughs> um, and, you know, go ahead. Did you have a question? What, what did you no. do for work? I worked at Guitar Center. So mm. I was I was a full time musician for like a three year stretch hmm. and I got burnt out. Hmm. I quit, but I didn't want to go back to a regular job because it would feel like I quit the dream. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I thought I thought, oh, I'll, I'll work kind of in the music industry. Yeah. Like I'm around musician and it's like I won't feel like I I completely gave up on the dream. Right. So that yeah. was the initial idea. And then, you know oh my God, this steady paycheck thing started happening. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh snap. And then I got comfortable, which leads uh. me to more comfortable problems. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting real comfortable with the job. I, I kind of quit playing music because money was like, it's a whole thing when you're self-employed to just keep money coming in versus just show up, play on your phone all day, sell a guitar once in a while and get a steady paycheck. It's real easy. And then, you know, I worked there long enough. I, I got a home loan, approved for a home loan. Mm. So I moved in with my mom and my stepdad to not have rent to be able to afford a down payment yeah. to buy a house. And then that turned into another comfortable virus. And mm. I was I was like, why the hell would I leave here? I'm not paying rent. You know, mom's cooking breakfast and dinner. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't leave like, mom's cooking. You know, I was, oh man, my mom's a good cook. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I stayed there way too long. Um, I got comfortable and I was like, why would I want to pay $1,500 a month for a house? Like mm. any, I, all these traps of, of modern comfortability. Mm. Um, and what happened to me was the, the, the floor got pulled out. So my stepdad got a job in another state. Yeah. And, you know, he put his house up for sale. And I mean, it happened so fast, mm. so fast. He, he had to move, sell the house, blah, 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 blah. And I remember calling my real estate agent like, yo, can I buy a house in 30 days? And, <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to just buy something and be mm. trapped, you know? Yeah. So I got all scared. I was like, I'll just get an apartment. And then all these different decisions were happening while time was ticking away. Mm. And then eventually I was down to like two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And I've always seen van life on Instagram and I've always like thought about it. Mm. And then th- there was just a point I got stressed out on apartments and all that crap. I was like, you know what? If I'm ever going to do it, this is the time. <laughs> yeah. and so I was like, 
I remember there was a mental thing where I was like, okay, this is it. I'm done. I'm going to buy a van. And, and then the whole van thing, I started looking every van I ever thought about living in. I went and looked at, and there was just so many pieces of crap. <laughs> oh my um, God. So oh, many, so many, like some of them are like, how is this even listed? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think the moment I gave up was when I was test driving this van <laughs> and the muffler fell off. <laughs> Because of rust. I was like, oh my God. So I ended up buying a van I didn't really want. I wanted something I could stand in. Mm. But, but, you know, I ended up buying a a Chevy cargo van, a 95 Chevy G20 cargo van. Small. No, yeah. yeah, No bubble top, short top. And the only reason Mm. I bought it was because it was my stepdad's. And it was mechanically perfect. He fixed everything. Everything was so it's like I could trust it. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't stand in it, but (laughs) I could trust it. Uh, And that's that's how that's how I ended up in a van. And then I was still Mm -hmm. doing normal life stuff. I was still working 40 hours a week. Like, I think that's a big misconception people have is that because you live in a van, you have to travel. It like comes with the territory, which you can. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. But you can totally work full time and live in a van. 100%. I mean, I did it. And, you know, I did that for a while, actually. The van changed my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that moment I went to the beach, the beach I was telling you about, like those little things, like it started like changing the way I thought about things. Yeah. You know, like I could, I could do, and you know, I, I don't know, it just changed everything. It changed the way I viewed things. It changed the way I lived, it changed everything. Um, it, it introduced me to a community. Like it was just a whole nother world. I just stepped into. Mm. Um, and then I was at a hot spring with one of my buddies and this girl got in my tub and started chatting me up <laughs> and I started talking about my van somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we went somehow she wanted to check it out. And I remember opening the slider cause it was nice. You know, it was all cedar paneled out and stuff. And uh, I remember opening up the slider and when she looked in there, I could just tell, you know, (laughs) so she finished her road trip, came back to visit uh, and basically just moved into that van with me. And it was too small for two of us in there. Mm -hmm. Like with just me, it was fine. But with her and me trying to put and all her clothes, it was crazy. (laughs) So we decided, no, it was crazy. (laughs) So we decided, well, I decided, we decided we wanted something bigger. And then we were eventually looking at Sprinter vans. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my buddy, the same buddy I went to the hot spring with was telling me to check out school buses. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't want a school bus. It's too many windows. It's not my thing. I don't want a school bus. But, you know, I was like, I'll check one out. (laughs) I I stood in one one time and it changed my mind because like it was so wide in the mm. windows it felt so open i didn't feel enclosed and when yeah. you live in a small space feeling open is awesome so anyways and then i made it my mission i didn't buy that bus but i made it my mission to get a bus i found mm. one built it i love it i <laughs> love the bus love so it so sick and so that brings but us that's up to how now, I hey? the bus yeah that's right now <laughs> <laughs> very cool so how long have you been in the bus now oh boy um year and a half two years something like that very cool and i and i was in the van for about a year so i've been doing this whole thing for about three years ish hmm. that's very cool and it's and been so a ride what happened with work at the guitar store 
so one of the things I learned with with um, with the van thing is is overhead. Like mm-hmm. you know, I didn't need to make. So what happened was is basically I would work during the week, um, yeah. and when I get off work, I'd go to Planet Fitness. I'd stay in the parking lot. I get up, take a shower, and then go back to work like yep. anybody else, mm-hmm. right? And then the weekends. This is when I started adventuring on the weekends. I would start going on these little trips with the van, Mm. which I never did before. And it got to the point. I'm like, why am I only living for two days a week? You know, I have no bills. I have no debt. You know, the van I bought straight up. Um, I had a cell phone bill. That was it. And and I did. I I started realizing, like, I want to live more than work. I want to I want to I want it to be the other way around. I want to work less and live more versus working five days a week and live for two days. Um, and, and I've always side hustled. Like I've always done professional camera work, music. Mm-hmm. I've always done other things. And then, and then I came to the realization that, you know, I could easily survive off my side hustles huh. and travel and live however the hell I want to live every day mm. and, and, and then do a job once in a while and, and be okay. Um, but it was a leap of faith to leave the job. I've been at the job five years. Mm. I was good at it. In your comfort zone. Uh, comfort. There's that comfort <laughs> virus. That comfort virus. <laughs> oh, comfort funny. virus. Um, but, I, you know, I, 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 you, you've heard of that thing where the people you surround yourself with kind of, kind of become them in a way, right? 100%. So I started, yeah, I started hanging out with, with, with pretty successful business people. And like, it's, it's always the same story. You got to just jump on opportunity. Like you Mm -hmm. can't be scared to fail. You got to just do it. And and you're never going to get anywhere being comfortable and only poking at it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, the only way you're going to be successful at anything is if you just jump head first, succeed or fail, and then try again. So Mm -hmm. that's what I did. I was like, (laughs) Hey, because my boss and I are still really cool. I just texted him the other day. I was like, hey, bro, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you know, it ain't nothing bad, bro. But, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to focus on my own business and make my own money instead of Guitar Center money. Hmm. <laughs> and he was he totally respected it. So it was just a leap of faith. And it, and it worked out until COVID. And then, you know, I had to readjust. Yeah, but. cool. <laughs> Well, I feel like that was yeah. the entire world, hey? Oh, my God. Nobody <laughs> saw that coming. <laughs> um, okay. So, basically, that brings us perfectly into creativity. So, you are uh-huh. you're a musician. You're a photographer. You do film as well. Um, I saw a yeah. post you did a while back. I'm actually just going to read it because it was so good. Um, I deleted a lot. Is it still there? I don't know. I hope so. If not, can you repost uh, it? Because it's really I'm good. So <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, you're really nervous now. <laughs> uh, no, what it says, was it? It says, bus life encourages a creative mind. Builds are like blank canvases. You literally paint your ideas into reality. I read that and I was like, holy shit, it's so true. Like, um, And like you, you read about a lot of really brilliant minds. Like Steve Jobs was notorious for having empty spaces on purpose because, you know, your mind wants to fill the gaps. And so it is that kind of like stemming space of creativity Creativity is having this like blank canvas to paint. I'm really curious, like, did you go into van life and bus life 
with that intention to like expand your creativity? Like, obviously you said you wanted to side hustle a bit more, but was it always with that intention to like build on that creativity? No, 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 no. The, (laughs) the, the lifestyle uh, created it, (laughs) you know? So I've always been a very, very creative person. You know, I've, I've, I've wrote music, played music my whole life pretty much. Um, And and that was always my, my hundred percent thing. Right. Um, And then when I got burnt out on music, somehow Mm -hmm. I put a camera in my hand (laughs) <laughs> and and then that and that creative thing started triggering there mm. um you know and and i started really enjoying like creating with just a different a different tool hmm. you know um and then you know when i was in the comfort virus living at home with mom and working there's not a lot of time to create you're at work 8 hours a day you come home you're t- like there isn't that you know what i'm saying oh, like where is it yeah, like you know, it's nowhere. so like, <laughs> this is why I love bus life and van life so much. Like when I switched gears to living more mm. versus working, like I had time to, to be creative and, mm. and the time to act on it. Cause you know, you would be at work and you'd have an idea and I'll, I'll do it when I get home, but you get home, mm. you're tired and then it dies. Right. <laughs> so when you have oh. your time, yeah. Yeah. When you have your time, you know, I'm sitting hypothetically in my bus doing whatever and i'm like oh i have an idea for a tiktok video Mm. i can immediately grab my phone grab my tripod and start to make it a real thing and within 10 minutes this idea is a tangible thing in my hand Mm. like and and it's the process that breeds more you know so you do that, you have more ideas and you act on them and you, and you go through the process and you create, and it's just this like snowball of massive beautifulness hmm. versus being at work, having the idea and then getting home and being too tired to act on it. Mm. So the freedom, the freedom bred it. And, mm. and like, I have so much time now and I'm trying to work less this year. That's my new mission. I'm trying to make more money faster and work less. Mm. <laughs> So I, so I have more time. I love it. Um, and I just, I love it. I love, I love having an idea, chasing it down until mm-hmm. it's a thing or it fails. And that's, I don't know. That's probably the one thing in life that keeps me like happy and positive is having that and being able to do that and having the time to do that. And everything I do is so that I can do, I, like I'm even doing less client work because I don't want to be trapped doing their work. I mm. want to do my work. I want to chase my ideas and have the time to do it. So that's why I left camera work professionally. You know, I was, I was paid in full for like two super high-end jobs. And it's like, I have to edit these videos. I have, I have ideas in my head that I want to go do. And I can't justify it when I've already been paid. So like... It's all a little path I'm trying to figure out, you know, I went on a tangent. <laughs> no, I love it. Literally why I named the podcast On The Road too. It's like, it's this journey that seems to never yeah. end. And it's just like, oh yeah, from someone who's a little further ahead. Yeah, I don't know if I'm further ahead. I'm just you know, <laughs> rocks trying to make dollars in there. Well, I don't know. I think it's more just like uh, there might be, I don't know, a musician or creative who's sitting there yeah. in their nine to five, five days a week. And they might listen to this and go, oh, shit, like, absolutely what he's oh. saying right now resonates with me. So, like, that's that's why I do it. 
Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope it's, it's all a circle of inspiration. I'm inspired by the creators. Mm. And if we could get anybody to just make that leap of faith mm. and, and like, who knows what happens with that leap of faith. I mean, my life now, I never would have thought I would be doing or who I am right now ever. Mm. Right. Never. And if my parents would have never left, you know, would I be in a house right now? Would I still be at that job? I don't know. Who knows? You know, life takes crazy different paths and all we can do is the best we can with whatever and just ride with it. But man, I'm so stoked that somehow <laughs> I figured out whatever I figured out <laughs> and I'm Love grateful. It. We are supported by Wildwood. Wildwood is a small Australian fellow traveler owned business that offers a range of sunglasses and blue blocker glasses. Each pair is handmade from reclaimed wood and each style is named after an endangered species to spread awareness. I personally own the hippo sunglasses as well as the loggerhead turtle blue blocker glasses. I honestly love them. They have such a simple, beautiful design. They're super lightweight and they also come in this really beautiful wooden case, which I love because it really helps them stay safe as I'm traveling around and moving around. It means I can just kind of throw them in the case, chuck that in my backpack, and I don't have to worry about them being broken. Finally, all Wildwood glasses are designed to be super inclusive and they're all unisex, which I absolutely love. If you want to grab a pair of your own or you want to gift a pair, as Jake did for me for my blue blockers for Christmas, you can head over to their website, www.wild-wood.com.au and use the promo code ROAD to THRIVING for 15% off your order. If you live within Australia, you're also going to receive free shipping, which is super rad. Um, international orders will, however, be subject to shipping fees. Without further ado, let's get back to it. Okay, yeah. so that brings me to my next one. So obviously you said you're a musician. This year, probably mm -hmm. the biggest reason I kind of like got to love your profile was you released an album this year called mm -hmm. Schooliana Sessions. Um, yeah. And yeah, I I loved it. I, yeah, personally, I mean, we already chatted about this and yeah. um, I'd love to kind of hear the back end like what was happening behind the scenes like how long did that take to bring together like did you make like design your van with that in mind stuff like oh with your bus no right? no i did not mm -hmm. um so basically you know when i left music i was tired of it i i i moved my creativity into camera stuff yeah. right um and then uh i started to miss it mm. you know I mean, I didn't even pick up a guitar for a long time. And mm -hmm. I was like, I, I started to get this little itch. Like, I want to play. I want to write again. Because I used to do it so much. My whole life, if we chalk it up in time, I spent most of it doing music. Mm. And I don't know, I started to miss it. And I started, and, and then I started, I was like, you know, I want to I make a new, I want to make a new record. I want to make another album. Mm. And I was, uh, and then, and then, you know, that talk in my head started happening for a while. Yep. And then I was like, I want to make an album in my bus. That'd be cool. <laughs> and then I was like, 
but then, you know, it was just one of those talks I was having with myself. And then one day I was like, you know what? Like, I can't just keep talking about this. Mm-hmm. At some point, I've got to actually do it, period. You know, because otherwise it'll just be a conversation that I'll have and it'll never breed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny story. I was like, I forget what happened in my life or what was going on. But I was like, I'm going to just go into the woods with my guitar and I'm not coming out till I have an album, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was like, it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go into the woods. I'm going to go record an album and I'm not doing nothing until I'm, it's done. Hmm. And I originally wasn't going to have service. I could just focus on the art and just, and just be in that zone in that moment. And then basically come out of the woods with this thing. Hmm. Um, and I went into the woods. So this is where it gets a little tricky. So I went into the woods with that intention. And then right before I left service, the lockdown for COVID happened. <gasps> in Oregon. And I was like, so I'm sitting there and I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if there's going to be roadblocks on the road. Are they going to be checking people? Mm. Like, cause it was announced on my phone and like, I'm sitting, I'm literally with all my gear in the bus oh. about ready to drive out of service in the lockdown in Oregon. And I, and I'm not going to, I have to have propane. Like I have to come into town. Mm. So, uh, so I was like, I had this dilemma and this is the first lockdown when everybody was like, stay home, stay sale. Remember all that? Yeah. Um, like it, people were literally locked down in the beginning. Yeah. So that's never happened in my lifetime or anybody else's, I don't think. Right. So I didn't know what the hell that meant. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, uh, I don't want to come into town and be like put in jail because I'm like trying to get propane. <laughs> you know. So uh. I was like, well. I'll just go to my buddy's house where there's like a shower and a bathroom and all like the normal stuff. And I'll just do it in the bus there in his mm-hmm. driveway. So it's like, I'm, I'll be locked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it wasn't as cool. <laughs> um, I liked the concept uh, though. Yeah. So yeah, I went, I went to his driveway and I basically <laughs> stayed in the bus and I made the entire record in my school bus in my friend's driveway. <laughs> During lockdown. I love it. During COVID lockdown. Oh, funny. Yeah. And so then like once and, you had... And- so wait, did you record in that entire in that time? Yeah, it was all done at once. Oh, crap. That's awesome. All done at one time. It wasn't, it wasn't over a period of time because mm. life happens, mm. you know, and, and, and a piece of work that big, like it's going to be way too hard to come back and forth. So awesome. like the album was my life until it was done, period. Mm. So I did it in, in sections. So I had a couple songs I've had floating around for years that I recorded first. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how I did it. And then I wanted to write, I wanted to write a certain amount of songs and I wanted it. I really wanted to bring bus life and van and like this lifestyle into music somehow. And that's how the on the road is my home. It was like, I wanted, I wanted to somehow translate this life into a song. Mm. Um, and that's my favorite song off the record is Me that too. one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it worked, you know, like, I just wanted to do it. Somehow I did it. I record, you know, all the technical crap don't matter. I just beat my head against the door until it worked. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, and then it was done. 
you know, so I just made this thing in my life. It's like, this has to get done, period, before I will do anything else, before mm-hmm. I'll hang out with anybody, before I'll go to the grocery store. Like, this has to be done, period. And then, and then it was done, and it was a magical moment, and it was a really cool thing, and that's all it is. You know, it was an idea that was turned into something, which is, mm-hmm. I think everybody should feel that in their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And did you have like an attachment of like what it had to be when it was done or it was just like, it just needs to be done? Nope. Just needs to be done. So that, that, that brings me to a thing. Uh, I see a lot about perfection, mm. right? So when you're, uh, you know, I could have sat there and I was going through it too, when I was mixing and mastering, cause I did everything right. Mm. Wrote, record, mix, master, the whole thing. There is no, you know, I would mix the song, master the song, bounce it out check it in headphones and all this other stuff. Oh, I'm going to change this. Go back and change that. You could do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. There ha- so there has to be a point of just letting go mm. and letting it be what it is. Right. Yeah. Cause I see, I see that a lot with other creators. Um, and, and, and I don't want to say this, but people who kind of fail is they, they're so worried about being perfect that they don't ever finish anything. They don't ever put anything out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they'll, they'll halfway try. They'll get halfway through something. It's not perfect and stop. And then that becomes a cycle for their life. So uh, I kind of have a different mindset where it's like, I'm going to do the best I can. It doesn't need to be perfect. Um, and I'm going to go through the process of beginning, middle and end. And in, in, in learning that process is important because mm-hmm. if you never get to the end on any project, you're never going to get better. Mm. Yeah. You know, so I put out, I put out the record. I, I just gave up on mixing. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. The songs are what they are. Nobody's going to care if the kick drum is like a hair lower. Right. <laughs> um, so it's like, I just had to let go and just put it out. And, and I didn't expect anything from it. And that's another thing that I, I, I've learned recently is I have no expectations on anything so I just put it out because I wanted to I wrote it because I wanted to I recorded it because I needed to Mm. like it but I had no I had no expectations I wasn't expecting to get rich I wasn't expecting anybody to care that I made a record but I did it for me and I don't know it's cool I still like it (laughs) (laughs) I like a couple Jake and I just like put it on when we drive sometimes Uh Bird is our home. <laughs> Sick. And, and I try to tell my friends this sometimes, my friends who kind of are failing a little bit. It's like, just fail. Mm. Don't be perfect. Just do it. Mm. You know, I, and I see with van building too. My friends who are van building, it's like, oh, I can't do this because it's not perfect. I'm not a craftsman. It's like, it don't matter. Just mm. do it and you'll 100%. get better. And then the next time you can do it better. Yeah. I remember when when Jake and I finished our build, actually. So we we bought the van kind of like we were talking about before. Um, Basically, we had seen a bunch of vans. We were basically the point of giving up because we didn't find anything. And we had a non-negotiable of a high roof. And so we're like, okay, well, it's just not going to happen. Maybe we got to come up with a plan B. Anyway, like last minute, totally not attached. We found this this fan that we are currently in went to go see it and bought it on the spot. Like it was, just, it wasn't perfect, but it was what it was and it was good enough. And we just went with it. And then we built it in like on like four weekends plus like a month 
Four it, weekends. Four weekends. Okay. And okay. then a month. Wow. So it was like okay. intensely quick just because we like we wanted to hit the road by March. Yeah. Which was ironically two weeks before lockdowns happened here. So <laughs> in hindsight, it was perfect timing. Anyway, so when we started like people started seeing the van, it was quite funny. Like we both found ourselves like oh like apologizing you know it's like oh it's not perfect it's not perfect and it's like yeah we're not carpenters we're not painters we freaking built a van like that's epic in my book at least and so we I I said to Jake I was like we got to stop like talking ourselves down and just say thank you (laughs) when people would like this is awesome a hundred percent because I mean Mm. look at the life that you have created with your own hands literally Literally. Like, it doesn't matter if the cut isn't perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, funny. Yeah, and it's. I think it's really cool as well. Like, creativity in general, I definitely suffer from what you were speaking about, like, this perfectionistic tendency. And this year, I think I have really had to, like, unlearn a lot of beliefs that I had, like, instilled in me that I had to, Mm -hmm. like, produce And like, you know, like we're programmed to produce outcomes and like, you know, you show up for hours and, you know, you show up in a certain way Mm -hmm. when you act like that. And so like creativity doesn't really operate within those confines. Like you said, you like, you're going to lock yourself in your, your bus and you're going to work until it's done. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, for me, my, my version of art is writing. And I was same thing. Like I would write short story after short story, like half finished novel, half thing here, And never them like Mm -hmm. never ever saw the light of day because they were never going to be good enough. And it was quite funny. It took me until like, when was that? Like August this year. We went to the desert, you know, in Australia, there's like the big rock Uluru. Okay. Do you know it? I don't, I don't know, but you got to look it up anyway. So there's this like magical, like red center of Australia. Anyway, we were there. Oh, there's no service. There's nothing like probably for two weeks. We didn't have proper service. Like every now and then we could check in, but basically it was like no service for two, three weeks. And it was like in that time, I kind of did your version of going into the woods. And I just like, <laughs> my brain didn't have any distractions. I couldn't check my phone. I couldn't busy myself in doing other things. Like I just had me and my head. And like, I literally couldn't not write by the time I like nice. left there, I had a whole novel like scripted out, like the nice. whole thing, like ready to be written. And yeah, so just like the last month, two months have been like bringing myself back to my computer every time like that perfectionistic thing shows up of like, oh, I shouldn't do this. It's like, just write the damn thing. If it sucks, that's fine. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 100%. I completely relate. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're... And I don't know, maybe, maybe it's the, the van freedom, you know, mm. helping, helping guide yeah. you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Cause it's like creativity. I don't know. I find it's really hard to tap into that. Um, when you live in like the confines of, you know, a nine to five or whatever it is you do and you kind of need that freedom. But I, I guess on the other side, do you find that you kind of need some like consistency? You need it. Like you said before, you kind of need to be doing the do. Like, do you have any? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Creativity. Like, do you have any routine around your creativity? Oh, no. (laughs) um, The thing is, I'm just constantly inspired 24-7 now. So it's like, I mean, I'm just constantly 
having ideas for a photo have any ideas for now I, I really jumped on this tiktok game and i've been having so much fun with it because mm. it's just this new thing that i it's just a different you know thing that i can create so i don't know i i'm, I'm just constantly inspired now by i always have ideas mm. and, and i'm always chasing them so I, I don't really have a routine i guess is as much as Okay, uh, there is something. I do set things up, if that makes sense. So yeah. it's like I will set up like a few days to shoot. I'd be like, okay, I just want to go create. Um, I want to go here. I'll reach out to a mo- Now, I had a girlfriend, but now I'll reach out to a model. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, I want to go do this, this, that, and the thing. You want to do this? And I would basically set up these places to shoot or or these things to do. Um, and then once you get, and, and, and then I guess I make like a little shot list, kind of mm-hmm. like a blueprint. So on my Turns iPhone, you do more I'll, than you thought yeah, you did. <laughs> I guess so. So, so. so I'll be like, okay, I want to do this shot, this shoot with this person in this environment. And then I'll have ideas. I want to do a shot with her doing ballet in the desert. I want to do a shot with her doing ballet on the rooftop deck. And, and then, and then I'll, I'll like check it off or I'll like look over it when I'm on scene or on the set or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just so, cause I get so inspired that I might forget something and I'll be triggered like, Oh yeah, let's do this. But it isn't like a hard line map Yeah, it is as much as it's like, so I guess I do kind of mm. set stuff up a bit. Yeah. Maybe um, routine wasn't the right word, but I think you nailed it there. It's just like carving yeah. out that space regularly to yes. allow, allow you to like tap into oh, yeah. that creativity regularly yes. always yes that's um, a thing more least, what I at least at least once a week yeah I, I set aside time to like really like create and man and that, that's what keeps me going is is being able to do that mm. um and then business wise that's why I do what I do now so that I have the time to be able to do that yeah and so when yeah. you're not doing so right now you said like you were doing a lot of work for clients and so you're backing off that doing a little bit more for yourself now yeah very cool what does that look like way more for myself now um as far as how i'm making money now is that what you're asking yeah i guess so so i did i did professional camera work because i love camera work i've got okay um and and it it kept me fluid i could do a job or two a month and make enough money to do whatever the hell i wanted the rest of the month yeah um but but it started it you know it started creeping into my creativity which i don't want to ever sacrifice yeah so i decided uh, i don't want to do i don't want to do camera work for clients i don't want to do anything for clients actually is where i'm at now um so now (laughs) with the skills i've learned by you know building out however many rigs i've built out now like so now i i'm i'm building vans in old in schoolies um, for the market, not for clients. I've done it oh, for clients. Cool. Top secret. Don't tell nobody. Okay. But, <laughs> we're on a podcast, but it's okay. I, I kept it. Should I cut that bit out? <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. I because I don't I don't want it to get out of hand. In mm. the market's crazy for builders, so I kept the builds I was doing kind of under the radar. But basically, what I want to do, and that's how I learned I don't want to do it for mm. clients. But the money is so good in conversions now. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. So I've already done the math and I can do two conversions a year, 
which would hmm. take me less than half a year. And I'll make more than I was making uh, working 40 hours a week at a regular job. And I like doing it. Yeah. You know, I like doing it. Yeah. And then I've learned enough, you know, beating my head against the wall, figuring <laughs> it out. Yeah. Uh, that I can do it. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. Cool. And, and, I, and I'm doing that. So I have the time and Very I don't have cool. a client. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I think that's like the bigger message. Cause you know, like I went into van life. I was so new. I had no idea that van life hashtag van life was like a thing before I was literally on yeah. the road. Like I'd seen wow. vans on Instagram, but yeah. I had no idea how intense the community was. Like I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. there's like a few people who do it. Uh, uh-uh. Nope. So wrong. <laughs> and so yeah. like when I started tapping into the community, I was like, Oh, oh my God. Oh, wow. This is intense. Um, and yeah, it's just like, yeah. Anyway, I've lost my thought on that, but back to creativity, basically, like, I think whatever you can do to like live your life in the best way that serves you, that's what you need to do. Like I would see all these, oh, that's what I was trying to say. Um, you would see all these people on Instagram. It's like travel full time and they do sponsored posts. And it's like, you think that that's the only way to do it. Right. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that was my impression at least. No. And yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think it's really cool that you share that because it's just, like, what can you do? Like, think outside the box. It doesn't have to be a nine-to-five. It's, like, what can you do to make the money you need to live happily, happily comfortably, and do the yeah. things you want to do? Like, Totally. Yeah. I mean, I see that a lot on Instagram. It's, it, like, all over like I'll see a lot of build mistakes. Somebody Mm. posts a picture on how they did their plumbing and it might be wrong. And (laughs) I'll see 20 people follow suit um, or 10 people. So I, I, I totally know exactly what you're talking about, about this is how you make money on the road. This is how you do Mm. that. And you would be surprised. I mean, I've met a lot of these people. Yeah. um, How much of it is kind of false. What they share. Okay. <laughs> well, that's you know, even better to talk like, about. You know, so like, and I'm not sure what that's all about because I'm kind of the type of person, it's like, just be real, be authentic, mm. be who you are. Like, you don't need to be, and and I've kind of, I really don't want to be negative here, but there's a lot of, I, I feel like, the numbers thing kind of plays a part with some people. Like if they have a super high follower count and then they feel they have to do certain things. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know if you've, you felt that or like they leave you on red or whatever. Oh man. I don't know how I want to go down this road. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's okay. I could, we can always edit out. <laughs> backtrack, backtrack. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. Basically what I want to say is, I have met some some really big high Instagram accounts like in mm-hmm. person. Talked yep. to them face to face. Thought they were cool. Uh, we we followed each other in person, and then three days later they unfollow me because they want to keep their following count lower, which I think is really weird and lame. Um, so lame. Before I ever before I ever had a successful Instagram, like hmm. I met these people, and then and then when I had these experiences. I'm not sure what that's all about and I don't know what they're mentally going through or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not trying to be negative about it. Um, but I am like, uh, 
an ambassador for just being real and authentic and not putting on a front. And I don't care if you have a hundred followers, 20 followers or 50 million, like you're a person period. <laughs> and like, I want to, now that my account has, is done. Okay. And, and I want to make sure that I'm always giving that. Cause, cause one thing I've learned too, is like, you never know who you're affecting with mm. your word, with your words, with your picture, with your actions, with what you do. Um, and I, and I try to keep that in mind. And as my account gets more influence, I want to make sure that it's real and authentic and people feel like they can actually talk to me and I will take the time to actually talk to you and hopefully mm. breed more of that on mm. the platform in the community. Like I want people to be real, mm. you know, and I try to like to make the time to to give back because, you know, when I was building my bus, I was in people's DMs asking them how to do a heater, yeah. how to do this, <laughs> how to do that. I was yeah. that guy, you know, and now I now I'm getting those messages because I'm yeah. getting people building their bus. And mm -hmm. like, how did you do the heater? How did you do this? And now it's kind of insane. There's a lot. Um, <laughs> but That's why you do the story and save it in the highlights. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> That's, why, that's yeah. why I did that. Yeah. Um, you know, because who knows who these people are going to be in the mm. next, like, we were all inspired. I was inspired mm. to do what I did. You were probably inspired to do what you do. And it's like, now, now it, it's just a circle, an economy. The mm. things you do, this podcast right here that you're putting together, someone might listen to it and it might change their life. Mm. And then they do something and they do put something out that was inspired by this. And it, it's, it's just a giant circle mm. um, in the universe. And we just, we need to be mindful of our energy and what we're actually doing and why we're doing it. Mm. And I'm not 100%. sure how I got on that tangent. But, I don't know, but it's a good tangent. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's something that bothers me with some of the, the higher accounts. Yeah. Because I know them personally. Mm. <laughs> And uh, I, I just wish they let go of their I'm cool because I have a high follower account and just were a genuine, awesome person that inspires other people to be genuine and awesome versus creating more people that think they're cool because they have a high follower account. Like, I don't think we should ever breed that. 100%. Um, wow. I don't yeah. know how I got there. <laughs> no, you're all good. No, well, that's a, honestly, it's a big part of the reason I started. I like have wanted to do a podcast for a really long time. And it's funny people. Mm. I mean, I don't know what your impression is. It doesn't even really matter. But a lot of people when they meet me will say, sure. oh, you're quite extroverted. I'm a massive introvert. Most people really? are like, oh, I didn't expect that. I get actually super nervous talking to people like this. But I do it. Because, are you nervous right now? Yeah, like quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Hilarious, right? You don't seem nervous. Yeah, no, I know. I, I shouldn't okay, give continue. myself away. Um, but I do <laughs> it. <laughs> but I do it because I've listened to podcasts and they've really helped me. And kind of like you were saying with Instagram, it's like Instagram's amazing and you get to connect with really cool people. But I was having this feeling this year of like, oh, I want to like, I want to hear their their story. And it's like, oh, they're so creative and they've got all the these things going on. But like, what led them there? What brought them there? It's like, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts around like business or like a whole different range of topics. And it's all those stories 
that kind of like have led me on my path and like helped me kind of guide me in some ways and so it's like really cool like someone following your account you know they get to see you day to day but like hearing your story in this way is just hits in a different way so yeah that's I mean I think it was a super relevant point I think it's just going deeper as you said than just like a number or whatever like you're a human being like not a little face thingy on Instagram it's like hearing your story is like hearing people's stories is what gets me excited and why I want to do this well I'm I'm grateful that you asked me to do this I'm grateful (laughs) that you're doing it and then you know the magic is what happens because of it Mm. you know that's the magical part Mm -hmm. you never know never Never know. know I guess I've got one last final question for you. Um, Sure. As a creative, as a musician, as a photographer, someone who really puts creativity first in their life, what would you, like, what advice would you have for someone who is wanting to kind of take that leap and get more creative and, like, make more space in their life for it? Like, yeah, what advice would you have for them? Don't try to get it perfect. Mm. that's my advice just do it just create don't don't worry about perfection the perfection has nothing to do with it the process is all of it Mm. the process is learning the process is moving forward progression just start to finish completion perfection has nothing to do with any part of that Hmm. so just do it you know just just create period i love it Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. I have loved this conversation. It's been so <laughs> bad. Um, thank yeah. you so much for, I'm glad we finally got everything working. <laughs> it was my bad. <laughs> I was clicking the wrong link. Oh, hilarious. Okay, cool. But I was also trying to fix my car, full disclosure, That's fair. at the same time. That's so fair. We'll forgive you. you. Know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad we made it work. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your night, hey? Yeah, you too. Good night. Bye. See ya. Alrighty, guys, that is it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd be so incredibly grateful to get your feedback. You can leave us a review in iTunes or you can head over to your socials and take a screenshot of this and just share that across tagging me at Road to Thriving and of course our incredible guest, Guliana. And that way we can reshare and get your feedback Next week, we're going to be hearing from Wild Roads Ahead, an incredibly beautiful soul in the van life community. We're going to be talking about all things van life. And just honestly, the conversation is a bit of a free for all. We talk about kind of everything. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys next week. Anyway, see you next week. Bye.